Hello and welcome back to the Still Fitness Podcast, um, episode number seven. Uh, first week back from, well, first week that we've actually had the, the gyms back with us. Um, it's been a good week. Um, PT in, um, bit of online work as well. Uh, just seeing people just that you haven't seen in, in months. Beer Gardens obviously opened. Uh, got obviously things planned tomorrow with the lads. Um, but yeah, this week it's been nice. It's been nice seeing uh, some sort of normality back in uh, back in Sheffield, back, and then I can imagine everyone's like it everywhere they go. Been able to go out. Weather's decent at least, so obviously someone's looking down on us, thinking, "Yeah, we all need a bev outside." Um, but yeah, it's just little little things like that. Just perky week up. Um, no PRs this week. Obviously, sadly, I mean, I wasn't expecting it, and I don't think anyone really sh- will be, unless you've had the luxury of, um, the luxury of having heavy stuff, heavy weights, uh, or the accessibility to certain outdoor gyms or whatever. But yeah, today's podcast. Um, so I have had questions, um, from people. Uh, the main one was warming up. So basically today I'm going to just describe a few ways, like sort of five tips to help people warm up. Uh, it is something that I have seen people um, not really doing. Um, so like the other day that uh, I went back to leg sessions, I, I must have warmed up for about 10, nearly 15 minutes. Uh, the weather wasn't amazing. It was a bit cold, so I thought I needed to heat myself up a little more and... Uh, few mobility sort of drills just to get used to it and then it was straight back to straight back to business so obviously warming up so what are the benefits and uh, benefits we've got you're increasing your flexibility uh being more flexible can obviously make it easier to move more and exercise correctly and if you're doing more advanced stuff or even the simple stuff it lowers the risk of injury uh, you're warming your muscles which can obviously help them relax and in turn lead to less injury you're increasing blood flow, blood flow, and oxygen. Uh, having more blood flow obviously helps your muscles get sort of that that fuel, that nourishment that they need before jumping into sort of that intense workout that you're going to do. You will improve your performance. Uh, there has been loads of studies that obviously show that warmed up muscles can work more efficiently than if you haven't. Um, certain exercises you'll need a good range of motion. Uh, warming up can obviously benefit that uh, because your joints are obviously lubricated. Um, and then you will, in all, develop less sort of muscle tension and, and pain. Um, they're nice and warm, they're relaxed, and it'll just be a bit more easier to move, a bit more fluid, and you'll feel less pain and like less stiff. Um, especially if you're trying to do sort of two push, two pull, two legs. Then obviously you need to warm up all the time because your body's going to be under a, quite a bit of stress um, across the week, really. So the type you want to do is dynamic. So with dynamic, it basically just means uh, moving. Uh, you want to basically just get your body moving. Uh, you basically want to focus on similar movements that you will be doing so if you're doing legs you want to be 
sort of opening your hips out you want to be maybe warming that lower back up as well um sort of go on the bike for a bit do your dynamic stretches uh sort of lunges squats light movements um just to sort of help get that mobility that coordination um just so you can get you ready basically for for the exercise that you're about to do um static stretching uh which is obviously another one is more effective at the end of the workout so so like so dynamic is more movement based uh static stretching is obviously more in the name it's it's basically there to help increase your range of mobility uh motion and flexibility so you'd sort of just hold hold your leg or sort of flex in a in a static position just to help um increase that range of motion once you've done a hard effort hard session and uh yeah it'll help benefit you especially with um with future with future exercises um so yeah there's obviously loads of different things you can do um so like i said you can do squats just body weight squats um i tend to go on especially if i'm doing leg day uh, i tend to do sort of five minutes on the bike um five to ten minutes on the bike uh you want to sort of do it as what they call a rate of exertion so basically you want to go one's easiest ten to hardest you sort of want to be aiming at maybe five to six where if you were the gym partner you can still chat you may be starting to get a little bit of a sweat on it doesn't mean you're unfit just because you're getting a sweat on it's fine it's just obviously your body getting rid of toxins and things like that but yeah you want it around about five to six um sort of easy way in so warm the muscles up go over then start doing more sort of movement patterns that you'd be doing in your workout so if you're going to be doing maybe barbell lunges you want to get some maybe some bodyweight lunges just to sort of prepare yourself to make sure that everything is is obviously working the way you want it um if you're doing squats then bodyweight squats and dine it first. <clears throat> so yeah, you basically want to try and replicate what you will be doing. If you're thinking of doing bench presses, just putting maybe a few little press ups in there, um, getting your rotator cuffs nice and sort of loose, warming your shoulders, um, warming your back up. A lot of people seem to neglect your back when you're when you're about to do a chest day. So basically, if you have a tight back, you won't be able to sort of push through and get that full force, that full range of motion, because you basically be like having an elastic band and it'll just be pulling against you. So you want your back nice and loose. Um, I tend to do, if it's leg day, uh, I tend to go on bike. If it's upper body, anything upper body, I will either go on the cross trainer, as it's got a bit more sort of arm movement to it, or I'll go on the rower. Um, it does obviously help a little with um getting you getting your fitness in but like i said you're not wanting to go into a sort of a high intensity you don't need to do that it's basically five to six you want to be a little bit of a sweat if you're with someone chat to them if you're able to chat you're doing it at a good rate and if not then you either need to up it a little or you need to go down a little i think some people when it's when it's warm outside um they seem to think that you can you're warm already. 
uh, it doesn't work like that. Um, just because you're warm on, on the surface, it doesn't mean that your muscles are prepared for the exercise that you're about to do. Um, so yeah, just, just go in the studio or a bit of space in the gym, um, jump on the, jump on the sort of cardio equipment, just get your heart rate up a little, um, for only five to 10 minutes, uh, then jump on a few machines. Even if you're doing something like a, if you're going to go for a bench press, then just, just replicate it, do some press ups or grab some light dumbbells and just ease your way into it. Um, you don't want to go straight into it. So if you're trying to hit one, 100 kg, you need to be looking at a few, a few with just the bar. So 20 kg. Yes, it's going to feel light, but you're replicating the movement that you are about to take on. And then from there, probably looking at maybe two more sets. You don't need to do 10. You don't need to go, oh, I'm going to do 15 warm-up reps. Because yes, if you're trying to hit PRs and things like that, you will be sort of wasting energy that you could potentially use on those PRs. But yeah, you you definitely want to sort of ease in. So if you're going for that, I don't know, if you're going for 100 kg, it's just an easy number to do. Do the bar maybe once or twice, then go for maybe 40 and then 60 and then you slowly build up and up and up to that 100. Obviously, if you know and you are prepared and things like that, you can jump one of them. But again, just as long as you're warmed up, as long as you're feeling good, then you go. Then you can go for it really. So yeah, I hope that's uh, that's helped the guys that wanted uh, some tips on warm-up. Um, so another thing that I've also had uh, this week, so uh, I did legs on Monday and then Tuesday, Wednesday, and part of Thursday, I really was struggling with the legs. Uh, this was basically because of something called DOMS. A lot of people would have had it, so it doesn't just hit your legs. It can hit everywhere. Um Basically, what it means is delayed onset of muscle soreness. Uh, it's just sore muscles after sort of that physical activity, um, which basically just occurs when you'd start maybe a new program or just changing up your exercise routine. Or like all of us, or pretty much most of us, lifting a lot heavier than what you have been doing while we've been in lockdown. Normally, it starts sort of the next day. Um, you'll sort of feel stiff maybe after the workout, but it'll normally be about 12 to sort of 24 hours after the workout that you would start to feel it. Um, the main sort of pain, I think it's not a bad thing. The main sort of pain though is, is around about one to three days after your workout. Uh, basically the way that you know that you've got DOMS is that your muscles just feel tender to touch. So it feels like maybe a bruise or something. Reduced range of motion, as in you cannot do anything. You just, you just feel stiff. It's just painful. Um, there are certain times where you may get swelling uh, in the affected muscles, but then the main thing as well is just muscle fatigue. So, so what causes DOMS? So basically, it's where you're doing high intensity or just any sort of activity, and all you call it, you're causing tiny microscopic tears in your muscle fibers. Um, your body basically responds to this damage uh, by like increasing inflammation which then leads on to that delayed onset of muscle soreness anyone can experience it 
you don't have to be an elite athlete. You don't have to. You're not just a beginner and getting it. Everyone gets it. Uh, it affects everyone. Um, some people think that you have to be obviously sore after every workout to show that it was a good one, uh, but that that obviously is not true. Um, you just need to push yourself to your limits. Um, stick to what you like to do, what you want to do. Obviously, try new things if if you have the opportunity. But but yeah, you'll just feel you'll feel less sore um, each workout that you do. Um, so for anyone who neglects leg day, I'd advise just doing it, getting out of the way. <laughs> And then from there, you'll get into it. Your recovery will become quicker. Your body will become more efficient with how to how it processes all this all this pain. Um, but yeah, it's it will it will get better and it will get easier over time. So, I guess my tips for for sort of these for like beating beating the DOMS. Um, so number one, you just sort of just stay hydrated. Um, you want to keep your hydrations up as much as you can while this is happening. Um, so, yeah, I think it caught then. Um, so, yeah, you want to stay hydrated. Um, you obviously, you'll be losing fluid while you work out. So once it's finished, um, try to just get some fresh water down here. Some sort of electrolyte drink um, as well when you've finished. Uh, but, yeah, just try, try and avoid sort of high sugar, salt maybe caffeine drinks as well because they can de uh, increase sort of dehydration so yeah number one stay hydrated just nice glass of fresh cold water number two you can get a massage um so obviously it will it will be sort of a painful experience this i'm not gonna lie um it does feel good after but Basically, this is to help reduce the pain from the DOMS and it will aid your muscle recovery because basically all, all they'll be doing is just easing that inflammation that's in your body. They'll improve the mud, uh, the mud flow, the blood flow, and they'll just reduce that those those um, muscle tightness and the swelling that's on your muscles. You can do it yourself. You don't have to obviously go out there and do it. Um, so when you're in a when you're in a shower. Um, just basically just rub down maybe calves, hamstrings, quads, biceps, chest, everything um, while while you're nice and hot in the shower. Um, so, yeah, just, just number two, get a massage. So, number three is you want to increase circulation. Um, so, one of the reasons, obviously, like I've said, that you get uh, that muscle soreness is because of the little micro, micro tears in your muscles. Um which then your body then repairs to make them stronger. Um, so when you have better blood circulation, it means you've got more oxygen-rich uh, and sort of nutrient-rich blood flow, um, which which will go to the, the injured muscles. Um, there are a few ways you can do it. You can have... Um, there are obviously clothing, so there's like compression clothing which, which can help. Um there's and then there's there's hot baths and things like that. you don't want to go overboard but you can sort of have um the when you're when you're warm and you're you're nice and warm uh it's one way to sort of boost your circulation is is simply through through the warmth so yeah there are obviously there's a few ways of doing it the biggest one is just is sleep um so sleep is a really powerful tool for preventing doms and for muscle building 
it's it's sleep's just important for everything. It's good for your well being, your lifestyle, your mental health, and everything. Um, a lot of your um, human growth hormones, so your muscle building sort of chemicals, are are mainly produced when your body is in in those deeper sort of stages of sleep. You want to try and aim for a minimum of seven hours sleep, just really to help your body recover. If you struggle, there are obviously there's apps out there that can help you sleep. There's reducing so reducing your screen time, uh, blue filter glasses if you seem to stay up longer working or anything like that. But but yes, seven hours sleep is is sort of a good number um, to help your body sort of recover after the exercise that you've done. Um, there's, but yeah, sleep is basically just a great time for your body where it's at a state of rest, um, and it can just sort of restore, rebuild and repair just, just anything, all the injured muscles that you've got. Um, once you get into that good sleep routine as well, it's not just gonna, gonna help with the DOMS, but it'll help with, like I said, gaining muscle. And then it'll help with with losing fat as well. And then, sort of the final one, I guess, is one that a lot of people probably won't want to do, um, because obviously you're stiff, you're tight. There is a slight bit of pain. Is so it's the last thing that you feel like doing when you are experiencing DOMS, but is is to move. So active recovery. So basically, active recovery is where you just you'd perform like a gentle sort of movement um so if you're on if you're if perfect example so i did legs the other day so the other day i went on the spin bike low resistance but just moved the muscles just moved the legs um just just got them moving it helps sort of stretch out the the sore muscles it can help it helped me with that pain relief because you're keeping those muscles moving um even if you you're stiff but and you feel like you cannot walk in a in a normal, a normal, like a normal human being sort of would, um, well, able-bodied one, but like, yeah, if you just go for a walk, bike, anything sort of light resistance, um, it can be painful to start, but after a few minutes when the blood gets flowing and the muscles are warmed up, uh, it can usually start to feel better. Um, swimming's probably one of the best as there's no resistance uh, it's obviously just more of an aerobic sort of workout, but the warm water, uh, the movement that you're doing will, will help you. Um, but yeah, just, and then like, I, I can go back to all this. So one way is to sort of avoid the DOMS or reduce the DOMS is just simply having that cool down after each workout, finish your training session with a, with a light sort of 10 minute cardio session, whether that is on the bike, the cross training, the spin bike, the just anything. Um, but yeah, just just sort of cool down at the end, light stretching, and then you will be all good. And yeah, I believe that is it. So yeah, only two things talked about today. And um, so obviously the warm up, and then DOMS. So yeah, I hope you enjoy. Leave some feedback on Instagram. And yeah, I'll see you next week.